Psalm 113, these are God's words. Praise Yahweh. Praise, O servants of Yahweh. Praise the name of Yahweh. Blessed be the name of Yahweh from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its going down, Yahweh's name is to be praised. Yahweh is high above all nations, his glory above the heavens. Who is like Yahweh our God, who dwells on high, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and in the earth? He raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy out of the ash heap, that he may set him with princes, with the princes of his people. He grants the barren woman a home, like a joyful mother of children. Praise Yahweh. Amen. That sends us reading of God's inspired and and errant word. Psalms 113 through 118 uh, are called the Hallel Psalms. Uh, not in the Bible uh, are, are they called that, although Hallel just means praise. Uh, Hallelu, uh, praise y'all, Yah, Yahweh. Uh, hallelujah means y'all praise Yahweh, praise God. Uh, and uh, these psalms came by tradition to be sung, especially around the time of the Passover, uh, when it talks about after the Last Supper, uh, the Lord Jesus and the disciples sang a hymn as they were departing. Uh, it would have been one of the psalms uh, from this particular uh, section of the Psalter, almost certainly. Uh, and so that reminds us that wherever we are in the Psalter and we sing, uh, we are singing with Jesus. These are the songs that he, by his spirit, uh, in his divine uh, nature, uh, gave for when he would come as, uh, uh, as a man and have to grow in wisdom and have to grow in favor with God and with men. And so just a reminder then uh, of that. Uh, but this is indeed a psalm that lives up to that name, uh, that Hallel verb uh, appears in the first three lines as the initial command. Praise Yahweh. Praise. O servants of Yahweh, praise the name of Yahweh. Uh, and so this is very much a hallelujah psalm or even the uh, hallelujah psalm. Now, who is to praise? Well, all creatures are going to praise Yahweh. Uh, but there are especially those servants of Yahweh, those slaves of Yahweh that he has taken for his own praise. This is this is what he told Pharaoh, let my people go that they may be enslaved to me. And uh, as we hear that progress in Exodus, uh, we hear that especially it is to come and be gathered to him at the mountain, not just to worship him at Sinai, but remembering that at Sinai, he's going to give them the design of the tabernacle. We are still hearing. We're about to depart from Sinai in, in the book of Numbers, but uh, throughout the book of Leviticus, we heard on Mount Sinai, at Mount Sinai, that here was their new king who had redeemed them out of their old slavery, which was a tyrannical bondage, and brought them into a new service, uh, which is to be those who have been redeemed from the one uh, sort of slavery to be worshipers, to be praisers uh, 
to be full of joy in the knowledge of and in belonging to and being brought near, uh, having uh, atonement for their sins and ascending to him and the tribute that uh, that is a token of their belonging to him and his belonging to them and and the peace of uh, of fellowship with him uh, and all of these things of course uh, not being decreased by the removal of the earthly copy the earthly shadow uh, tabernacle but increased uh, by the Lord Jesus being your tabernacle so who praises well you if you are in Christ this is what you have been saved for to be the great uh, praisers of God from among all the creatures even the angels uh, cannot offer the sort of praise that a redeemed saint in Jesus Christ uh, offers unto him uh, they join in the song uh, but they only get to be uh, ancillary outsiders uh, as we praise him uh, with the song that you see in Revelation, for you have redeemed us by your blood. So that's who praises. When? Well, forever. This is That's where our praise is going, but we don't have to wait until then. If we have been brought by grace, through faith in Jesus Christ, into fellowship with God already, if we have been made righteous before him and reconciled to him, uh, we are already able to give this sort of praise now that we will perfectly give forever. Uh, and so we can uh, genuinely praise him from this time forth and forevermore. And so... Not only are we going, are we to praise him in the assembly, uh, but we are to praise him uh, all day long. Give thanks uh, continually, uh, the apostle writes to the Thessalonians. So, from the rising of the sun to its going down, Yahweh's name is to be praised. Everything in his creation, everything in his work brings him honor, brings him praise. Uh, and so... Uh, we ought to have our eyes out for that and our hearts uplifted towards him. That, that would be, as it were, the the background music of our heart. How much richer our lives would be the more that we follow that. So who praises you when eternally at particular times in his assembly, but also all day long, uh, continually? Uh, how much? Uh, well, uh, in a way that is uh, appropriate to who he is. He's high above all nations. Nations have been battling for preeminence uh, ever since there have been nations. God actually divided them up into nations so that they would remember that he has the preeminence. You remember man was still united after the flood until they tried to uh, man collaborated in giving himself the preeminence over God at Babel. Uh, and so in God's mercy, he confused the tongues and divided the peoples uh, into the 70 nations there. Uh, and, uh, and of course, man in his sinfulness uh, would instead rage uh, and plot in vain to overthrow the Lord and his anointed. Psalm 2. Uh, but even all the 
power and glory of all the nations put together, of course, uh, is infinitesimal. It's nothing compared to God. Yahweh is high above all nations, his glory above the heavens. Uh, there is no one like him who dwells on high. Uh, so there is no one like him in his power, and therefore we are to praise him for that. Uh, but that means that he is, since he is so high, there's always, also no one like him in his compassion or in his mercy. Those who are great among men very rarely take an interest in those who are far beneath them as far as men go. Uh, but he who is greater than all the nations has taken an interest in the least of men. Uh, and we can see the glory of God even in that. Uh, that it is not lower for God to stoop to the poor or the needy. It is not lower for God to stoop down to help the barren woman uh, than it is for God uh, to stoop down uh, to help kings and princes. He's stooping the same amount to each one. Before God, men are equal. We have different ranks within the order of his providence, uh, but same distance of each of those ranks from us uh, unto the Lord. And so even his greatness is glorified uh, and the glory of his greatness is amplified by his compassion. And so he raises the poor out of the dust, lifts the needy out of the ash heap, and he sets him with his princes. Uh, we are uh, kings and priests to our God. Uh, by the redemption of his blood. That's the song in Revelation, isn't it? And so uh, all of God's children are royalty in heaven, uh, however lowly they may be on earth. Uh, and so surely, uh, rather than trying to exalt ourselves among men, which is a fool's errand and puts us on the wrong side of Psalm 2, surely we ought to humble ourselves before him, knowing that in Christ we are royalty and glory. Uh, and that is the greatness of the place to which we will be lifted. And that exaltation in him, having him himself as our reward, being seated with his princes in the Lord Jesus, who is uh, the crown prince, the king of heaven, it resolves all of the problems in our life. You know, how sad was the state of the barren woman who could not have a child. Uh, and yet, uh, whether it's she here in uh, Psalm 113, verse 9, or the eunuch who keeps the Sabbath in Isaiah 56, she has a, a family that is more fulfilling uh, and that is forever in glory because she is, she too is seated with the princes. The joy that she has as being part of God's household God's family that she is to delight in there is greater than uh, that of a uh, a mother, uh, that joy that a mother has in the children whom she's been able to bear and has had that intimacy with and uh, that she's uh, rearing with her husband and dependence upon God according to his word. And she sees them growing and coming to faith and 
uh, and the working out of his grace in their lives and the joy of a joyful mother of children is great. And so verse 9 says, because of her part in the praise of God, because of her part in the people of God, God has stooped down even to the barren woman whose lot in life includes much deprivation, and he has given her greater joy even than that joyful mother of children. Uh, and so who, who is to praise him? As all of creation, but especially his people, when, forever, and continually, uh, already, and uh, continually, how much as the infinitely glorious God and for what especially for his redemption in which he has amplified the greatness of his glory by the greatness of his compassion when he stoops down and helps us. Uh, so praise God for this uh, Hallel psalm, this Hallelujah psalm. His spirit helping us, his spirit helping you. Uh, may the praise of your heart to the infinitely glorious God who has stooped down infinitely far uh, to lift you up. May that praise indeed be uh, the background, the soundtrack for your heart and for your life in this world and the next. Let's pray. We thank you and praise you, our God of grace, for this amazing glory and mercy to us that you set before us in this psalm. And now we pray for the ministry of your spirit for our whole life long uh, to apply it to us and make it to be uh, that which characterizes uh, our hearts uh, and our lives before you. Grant it, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.